Good morning and welcome to Wednesday morning, May the 31st in 2023 on When I Rise. Today we continue year A in Trinity Sunday or the first Sunday after Pentecost. There's only four passages in this week from the Revised Common Lectionary. And so sometimes on the Wednesday we pick up an extra one or we have to go pick one ourselves. Since it's Trinity Sunday and the gospel text is actually the Great Commission text at the end of Matthew, there's, an, there's a few others that we could pick about the interplay of the Trinity um, in the scripture text. And so I'm going to go to Mark chapter 1, verses 1 through 11 this morning. So let me read that passage, provide a couple points for reflection, and then we'll spend our time praying along the theme that we find there. Thanks for making us part of your morning on When I Rise. Let's allow our souls to rise and meet God together in a time of prayer. Mark chapter 1, verses 1 through 11. The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in the prophet Isaiah, See, I'm sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. The people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to meet him and were baptized by him in the Jordan River, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. He proclaimed, The one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I baptize you with the with water, but he'll baptize you with the Holy Spirit. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the Spirit descending like a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, the Beloved. With you I am well pleased. This is the word of God for us. So it's just worth noting that uh, as lifelong learners, curious people who are Christians, we're going to struggle with the doctrine of the Trinity. I mean, it is one of the hardest things to explain, but it's also one of those things where like, when you get into the life of faith and we study the scriptures, we dwell within community, we try to go on mission with God. I think in a mystery over the, the panorama of our life, we do sense the presence of the one God in three persons. Uh, we sense the Father's care, we sense the Son's restoration of our life, we sense the Spirit's nearness that brings comfort and direction in our life. We do sense that we're like brought into this sacramental small group, as uh, somebody called it once, about uh, life within the Trinity. But yeah, trying to like explain on scratch paper, yeah, it's difficult. Like, let's just, let's just own it. In fact, uh, I'm going to put a link to a funny YouTube video. It's like kind of a cartoon, one that oh, some of us Theo nerds, some seminary grads uh, we watch from time to time. But uh, St. Patrick, who uh, was obviously a brilliant church planter, and he helped launch the church into Europe, further into the west of Europe. Um, he tried to explain the Trinity, and um, he, he got close. I mean, there's the, his explanations, uh, some of it was a little bit outside of the boundaries of orthodoxy. So it's kind of humorous to think about. I don't downgrade him. I'm here for it. Uh, one of my bucket list 
places to go is St. Pat's in Dublin, uh, the cathedral there. I think that'd be amazing. I've got a picture of it in my office. One day I just dream of walking in there and spending some time just marveling um, at all the work of God that's been done there. But nevertheless, uh, to explain the Trinity, it's just, it's just tough. We're going to wrestle with it. It's something that's uh, an arbitrage, I guess. Like something we're supposed to wrestle with it. And maybe we're not supposed to ever get a handle on it, but it's supposed to get a handle on us, right? It's just a way in which we wade into the mystery of our faith. Uh, but here we have uh, at least a, a clumsy way, and I say that with, the, with a very endearing way, that Mark is explaining the, the baptism of Jesus. Uh, but here we have all three persons of the Trinity with one another. And just notice like the care and the cooperation that each of the members have. Um, first, it's announced that Jesus is going to come and he's going to baptize people in the Holy Spirit. And uh, that's a, a longer discussion. Obviously, um, every American denomination has written position papers on what spirit baptism is. And if you and I can ever sit down in person sometime, uh, we'll get to the bottom of what uh, that might be. Um, but then you've got like the father, you know, Jesus like following through with uh, steps of faithfulness, going to baptism. And he um, asks God, uh, you know, as he's getting baptized, he's probably in a, in a time of prayer. And God responds to a time of prayer where the spirit descends upon him like a dove, uh, obviously like a clothing of empowerment. Um, it, it probably mimics the anointing of oil, the Holy Spirit that uh, other leaders in Israel's history had, right? And so um, we got that going for us there. There seems to be an echo and a callback to previous close encounters with God, with other leaders in Israel's history. But then you've got this unique thing where like, there's like this voice of affirmation from the heavens, um, this voice of pleasure, right, over who his son is and what his son is going to do. And so what you have like, is this neat picture of what community could look like. Obviously, we'll never amount to caring for one another like the three persons of the Trinity does, um, but uh, we get to model their way of life. Um, it's been said many times, you've obviously heard it in a sermon if you've been around the block, uh, but uh, the Eastern Orthodox Christian tradition, they uh, tend to talk about the interplay of the relationship in the Trinity, the relational economy in the Trinity. Uh, they call it perichoresis, which is they dance around and they glorify one another. And this language comes from John's Gospel once again in the upper room discourse where they glorify one another where none of them wants to take the limelight like they're always uh, trying to give uh, people's attention the cosmos's attention to somebody else uh, and the other uh, other per- people in the trinity right and i just think that's a neat thing where they can be firm in their identity of who they are but they can also affirm the person next to them and that might be uh, the great aim for human life in our own relationships is that uh, we don't hide behind people and lose our, own, you know, drain ourselves of our own identity. We're not doormats uh, to other people, uh, but we are firm in who we are to the point where we can allow other people to have attention on them, and it doesn't really bother us. And we get to celebrate along with all those who are celebrating that person as well. And so, think about this relational connection in the Trinity as we look at the baptism of Jesus. Sure, Trinity is not used here, but here are the three persons, and they're they're working with one another also dancing around and glorifying one another because it's one of these holy moments uh, one of these we call theophanies or this unveiling of who god is um, and it's seen so clearly in a moment like this right and perhaps as we do that with one another we'll see the the three persons of the trinity draw near to us and other people in the world might see god uh, around us when we learn to have community quite like this so with those things in mind let's pray to our god this morning
Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we thank you that we get drawn into this relationship with the Trinity. We thank you that we interact Father, we interact with Son, we interact with Spirit, and our soul is shaped, and it causes us to be different in order for us to face your world. We thank you that we get to learn again what it means to be in relationship as we are in relationship with you. And so as we go to workplaces and as we do all families and strangers alike today, we pray that uh, we'd be as attentive and as honoring as you are, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit with one another. God, we want to make much of you and much of our relationships. And so as we engage today as a gift and each relationship as a gift, we pray that all would be honored and that you would be praised and that uh, we'd sense love in all directions, love from you and love for others so that we can bring praise to you today. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.